0: Section twenty six of the Cambridge Modern History, Volume two, The Reformation. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Chapter seven The Conflict of Creeds and Parties in Germany by A. F. Pollard. Part four. The Concord of Wittenberg only stopped but for a while the rifts which had begun to appear in the Schmalkaldic Union. The mere fact of security would have tended to relax the bonds, and there were personal as well as religious differences between John Frederick and Philip of Hesse. Philip expressed contempt for the dull but honest elector, while John Frederick had grave doubts about Philip's orthodoxy and the morality of his policy. Philip had always inclined to Zwinglian views and resented dictation from Wittenberg and the two religious parties had nearly come to an open breach over the reformation of Württemberg Ulrich himself was more Zwinglian than Lutheran and his duchy was partitioned into two spheres of influence in one of which the Lutheran Schneff labored and in the other the Zwinglian Blerer the latter proved the stronger and in fifteen thirty seven blairer procured the abolition of images in spite of the opposition of schneff and brenz while ulrich devoted the confiscated church revenues to exclusively secular purposes it seemed as though hesse Wurttemberg, and the oberlin cities might form a strong zwinglian union independent of the lutheran league of schmalkalden both the elector and the landgrave were hesitating whether to renew that league and both were pursuing independent negotiations at the court of vienna where ferdinand by his conciliatory demeanor and concessions induced them both to turn a deaf ear to the persuasions of the habsburgs foreign enemies The necessity for this pacific diplomacy on Ferdinand's part was amply demonstrated by the course of the war with the French and the Turks from 1536 to 1538. In spite of the neutrality of Henry VIII and the Lutheran princes, Francis I more than held his own, and the ten years' truce negotiated by Paul III at Nice in 1538 marked a considerable recovery from the humiliation of fifteen twenty five to nine the real import of the agreement between the two great catholic powers which followed at agamort was and is a matter of doubt ostensibly the alliance was to be directed against infidels and heretics and henry the eighth the lutheran princes and the turks had all some ground for alarm even if war was not intended the lutherans dreaded the general council which peace brought perceptibly nearer they had brusquely declined to concur in the assembly vainly summoned by paul to meet at mantua in may fifteen thirty seven because the terms of the summons implied that its object was the extirpation of lutherans and not of abuses they justified their refusal to the emperor by arguing that the proposed papal council was very different from that general council contemplated by the diets of 1523 and 1524 and the elector john frederick suggested a counter-ecumenical council to be held at augsburg under the protection of the schmalkaldic league one and all they denied the pope's authority to summon a council and read with delight Henry VIII's manifesto to that effect. Apart from the general council which the union of Paul, Charles, and Francis seemed to portend, the Lutherans had been thrown into alarm by the mission of Germany of the emperor's vice-chancellor, Held, who had received his instructions in October 1536. Held had been a zealous member of the Reichskamigricht, and he was burning to avenge the contumely with which protestants had treated the verdicts of that court he interpreted charles cautious and somewhat ambiguous language as in order to form a catholic league with the object of restraining if not of attacking the lutheran princes he ignored the treaty of caden and ferdinand's later concessions required that the protestants should promise submission to the proposed council and to the kamigariste and when they refused proceeded to build up his catholic alliance the habsburg rulers ferdinand and the queen regent of the netherlands were alarmed at held's proceedings but the king could not afford to break with the altar catholics whose tool held was and on june tenth fifteen thirty eight the league of Nuremberg was formed under the nominal patronage of charles v its organization was a faithful copy of that of the schmalkaldic league and its members were the emperor the king the archbishops of mainz and salzburg and the dukes of bavaria george of saxony and eric and henry of brunswick the league was professedly defensive but its determination to execute the decrees of the kamigariste which the schmalkaldic league had repudiated really threatened war and the occasion for it was almost provided by duke henry of brunswick he was chafing at the support given by the schmalkaldic league to his two towns of brunswick and gosler which had been condemned by the kamigariste to restore the confiscated goods of the church, and with a view to consolidating his territorial power, he was eager to carry out the verdict of the court. Personal animosity between him and his neighbor the landgrave added fuel to the flames. Philip was believed to be arming for war in the spring of 1539, and Held and Duke Henry were bent upon anticipating his attack such a development was however repugnant to responsible people on both sides the emperor had not in fact been so truculent as held represented his real intention in sending his vice-chancellor to germany seems to have been to provide safeguards for his imperial authority which in fifteen thirty six seven was threatened at least as much by catholic as it was by protestant enmities the pope appeared to be indifferent to the fate of the church and empire in germany and regarded with apparent unconcern the alliance between france and the infidels against the christian emperor if charles was to make head against them he must feel more secure in germany and the only means feasible were a council summoned without the concurrence of francis or paul a national synod of the german people or a perpetual compromise on the basis of the nuremberg peace of fifteen thirty two the ten years truce with france concluded at nice relieved charles of his more pressing anxieties but in spite of appearances brought him no nearer to the position from which he could dictate terms to the lutherans he was doubtless aware that francis had given both before and after the truce satisfactory assurances to the german princes to the effect that the concord was merely defensive and that he would not allow charles to destroy them and other dangers arose on the imperial horizon in february fifteen thirty eight ferdinand closed his long rivalry with zapolia by a treaty which guaranteed to that potentate who was then childless a life-long tenure of his hungarian throne on condition that ferdinand should be his successor but this only enraged the really formidable foe the sultan who regarded hungary as his and zapolya as only his viceroy and in fifteen thirty nine war was once more threatened on the banks of the danube a still greater trouble menaced the hapsburgs in flanders and the revolt of ghent extending though it did to allist audenard and courtrai was only a part of the peril gelders which had constantly been to the burgundian house what scotland was to england passed in fifteen thirty nine into the hands of a ruler who dreamt of uniting with the schmalkaldic league on the east with henry the on the west and possibly with francis first on the south and of thus surrounding charles dominions in the netherlands with an impenetrable hostile fence john duke of cleves had married mary the only child of william of ulick and berg his son william heir to the united duchy of cleves ulick berg had also claims on the neighboring duchy of gelders whose duke died without issue in fifteen thirty eight the estates of gelders admitted william's claims and in february fifteen thirty nine he also succeeded his father in cleves he had been educated by erasmus friend conrad harrisbach and the form of religion obtaining in cleves was a curious erasmian compromise between popery and Protestantism, which erected the duke into a sort of territorial pope and bore some resemblance to the via media pursued by henry the in england and by joachim II in brandenburg cleves was thus a convenient political and theological link between england and the schmalkaldic league and by means of it cromwell in fifteen thirty nine thought of forging a chain to bind the emperor duke william's sister Sibylla, was already married to the elector frederick of saxony and at the end of 1539 another sister anne was wedded to henry the eighth over and above these foreign complications the ever-increasing strength of the lutheran party in germany rendered an attack upon them a foolhardy enterprise on the emperor's part unless his hands were completely free in other directions in 1539 two of the chief pillars of the catholic church in the empire were removed the elector of brandenburg and duke george of saxony joachim I of brandenburg had died in 1535 but it was four years later before his son and successor definitely seceded from the ancient church on his accession he joined the catholic league of hall and retained the old church ritual but in fifteen thirty eight he refused adherence to the extended catholic confederation of nurnberg in february fifteen thirty nine his capital berlin with colm demanded the administration of the sacrament in both kinds and the bishop of brandenburg himself advocated a reformation joachim the second however taking henry the eighth as his exemplar resolved to be as independent of wittenberg as he was of rome and probably the chief motive in his reformation was the facility it afforded him of self-aggrandizement by appropriating the wealth of the monasteries and establishing an absolute control over his bishops he became in fact though not in title summus episcopus and supreme head of the church within his dominions Like the Tudor king, he was fond of splendor and ritual, made few changes in Catholic use, and maintained an intermediate attitude between the two great religious parties. The revolution in Albertine Saxony was more complete. Duke George, one of the most estimable princes of his age, had kept intact his faith in Catholic dogma though he had spoken with candor of the necessity for practical reforms on his death in fifteen thirty nine the duchy passed to his brother henry who had preferred the religion of his ernestine cousin the elector to that of his brother the duke in order to avert the impending conversion of his duchy george had made his brother's succession conditional upon his renouncing lutheranism And joining the League of Nuremberg. If he rejected these terms, the duchy was to pass to the emperor or to Ferdinand. For this violent expedient, there was no legal justification and no practical support within or without the duchy. The people had long resented the repressive measures with which Duke George had been compelled to support Catholicism and they accepted with little demur the new duke and the new religion one bishop john of Meissen, petitioned charles to be freed from his allegiance to the duke but even the catholic members of the estates repudiated his action and in fifteen forty the estates sanctioned the lutheran reformation which duke henry had begun without their concurrence Besides the elector of Brandenburg and the Duke of Saxony, minor princes and many towns threw in their lot with a Protestant cause. Joachim II's brother, Margrave John of Brandenburg, who ruled in Cottbus and Pates, joined the Schmalkaldic League in 1537. Ratisbon, long a Catholic stronghold, relinquished its ancient faith its monasteries had only one or two inmates apiece, and only some twenty people gathered to worship in its cathedral. In other Catholic states there were said to be more monasteries than monks, and the number of candidates for ordination sank to five in four years in the See of Passau and to seventeen in eight years in that of Leibach. Heidelberg, the Elector Palatin's capital, was described as the most lutheran city in germany and the elector himself was in the few moments he spared from the hunt and his cups wavering between luther and the pope albrecht of brandenburg luther's devil of manes was the only member of his family who remained catholic and he was compelled to flee from his palace at hall mecklenburg schwerin was reformed by its episcopal duke and brunswick Hallenburg by its dowager-duchess, Elizabeth of Brandenburg. So the golden opportunity, which the alliance with Paul and Francis at Nice, appeared to afford to Charles for the reduction of German heresy, passed away through no fault of the emperors. The zealous held was suppressed. The negotiations with the Lutherans were entrusted to the moderate Archbishop of Lund. Who had contrived the agreement between Zapolya and Ferdinand, and Charles accepted the mediation of the doubtful Catholic, the Elector Palatin, Ludwig V, and the doubtful Protestant, Joachim II of Brandenburg. The parties met at Frankfurt in April 1539. Henry eighth sent envoys to stiffen the Lutheran demands and prevent an agreement if possible. The Protestant terms were high; they wanted a permanent peace, which no council and no assembly of estates should have the power to break. The Nuremberg League was to receive no fresh accessions; its Protestant rival of Schmalkalden, as many as chose to join it, and all processes in the Reichskammergericht were to be suspended for eighteen months. All that Charles ultimately conceded was a suspension for six months and he quietly gave his consent to the nurnberg league but its immediate object of enforcing the decrees of the supreme court was balked and for half a year even the latest recruits to Protestantism were to enjoy complete immunity beyond that nothing was settled and the peace of the lutherans depended upon the extent of the emperor's troubles in other directions At first, the emperor prospered. Ghent was crushed with ease in February 1540. As soon as Henry VIII realized that the Catholic alliance of France, the Pope, and the emperor involved no attack upon him, he repudiated his lower German connections and his plain wife from Cleves, and Charles' ministers marveled at the ways of Providence they succeeded also in keeping philip of hesse in good humour and in preventing duke william's admission into the schmalkaldic league the clear-sighted Bucer deplored the emperor's good fortune and augured the same treatment for protestant germany which charles had meted out to ghent but the hour was not yet come in July 1540, Francis I rejected the emperor's conditions for the settlement of their disputes, betrothed his niece, Jeanne of Navarre, to Duke William of Cleves, and refused to surrender his claims on Milan and Savoy, or to join in action against Turk or Heretic. Parties in Germany were more confounded than ever. The spread of Lutheranism produced no union in the Catholic ranks and at Frankfurt, catholics as well as lutherans had refused to serve against the turks charles appears to have reached the not unreasonable conclusion that catholicism especially in the ecclesiastical principalities would only be safe under the shadow of his territorial power the electors of trier cologne and Mainz, and other great bishops were ever being tempted to follow the example of Albrecht of Prussia and turn the lands of their sees into secular hereditary fiefs. Busser had suggested this measure as necessary for the firm foundation of Protestantism, and the Elector of Cologne was beginning to waver. But these non heritable ecclesiastical fiefs were the chief bulwark of Habsburg imperialism against the encroaching territorial tide and it was natural that charles should dream of extending his influence from burgundy over cologne munster bremen and Osnabruck, so that if they were to be secularized at all he might do the work and deal with them as he had dealt with utrecht this of course was not the view of the ecclesiastical princes who wished at least to choose between the advantages of their independent spiritual rule and those of an equally independent territorial authority and there was actually talk of an alliance between them backed by the bavarian dukes and the schmalkaldic league for the defence of national freedom against the habsburgs yet at the same time ultra-catholics were denouncing charles for his concessions at Frankfurt. the pope censured the regent maria and the archbishop of lund and required the emperor to annul the agreement with the protestants on pain of being pronounced schismatic while cardinal pole hinted that the church had more to fear from charles V than it had from henry the for a while the emperor had to tread delicately and he took refuge in a series of religious conferences the first was held at hagenau in june fifteen forty but produced no result another met at worms in november there were present eleven catholics and eleven protestants but the former included ludwig of the palatinate joachim of brandenburg and william of cleves whose catholicism was not of the roman type for once the protestants were united the catholics divided and Granville, who represented the emperor, was an astute politician. Morone, the papal nuncio, was reduced to attempts to create Protestant dissensions over the Eucharist, and to gain time by substituting an interchange of writings for oral debate. The discussions began on January 14, 1541, between Eck and Melanchthon, but the meeting was soon adjourned to the Diet at Ratisbon where charles would attend in person it opened on april fifth and during its course the two parties made their nearest approach to unity the reforming movement in italy had somewhat modified the catholic view of justification and marone's place was taken by the broad-minded contarini while on the other side busser had drawn up an alluring scheme of comprehension he Melanchthon and pistorius represented the protestants eck pflug and grapper the catholics of the latter eck was the only fighting divine and both the marriage of priests and the use of the cup were conceded while an agreement was reached on the doctrine of justification yet the most pertinent comment on Bucer's scheme was melanchthon's who compared it to plato's republic he and luther and john frederick on one side and Aleander and the Roman theologians on the other, were convinced that no concord was possible between Rome and Evangelical Germany. It has been found possible to elaborate formularies which will bear both a Catholic and a Protestant interpretation, but it requires a strong hand and an effective government to compel their acceptance. Charles could not coerce either Wittenberg or Rome, he had neither the will nor the means of henry the and elizabeth bavaria organized an extreme faction among the bishops and non electoral princes who revealed their double motives by threatening to seek another emperor unless charles afforded them better protection and obtained restitution of their secularized lands this intrigue proved fatal to the attempt at comprehension and the result of the diet was to leave parties in much the same state as before in july fifteen forty one charles made a declaration to the protestants suggested by brandenburg that the augsburg confession should be no ground for proceeding against any prince that the reisskamagurist should not exclude questions of ecclesiastical property from this guarantee and that although for the future monasteries must not be dissolved they might adopt a christian reformation but this declaration was to remain secret and at the same time charles renewed the catholic league of nurnberg he was forced to ignore both protestant and catholic disobedience and to conciliate rebels in both the camps if this was a defeat for the emperor he found compensation elsewhere and skillfully turned to his own advantage the most discreditable episode in the history of german Protestantism, philip of hesse like most of the princes and many of the prelates of his age was a debauchee but with his moral laxity he combined like henry the eighth some curious scruples of conscience and he could not bring himself to take the sacrament while he was unfaithful to his wife insuperable antipathy prevented marital relations continence was out of the question debauchery endangered his soul he put his hard case before the heads of the lutheran church they disbelieved in divorce so did henry the eighth but they did not possess henry's talent for discovering proofs that he had never been married to the wife he wished to repudiate and bigamy from which the tutor abstained appeared the only solution the same idea had occurred before to Clement Seventh. a previous pope had licensed bigamy in the case of Henry IV of Castile, and the Old Testament precedents were familiar to all. Luther, Melanchthon, and Bucer all concurred in approving Philip's second marriage, on condition that it remained a secret. The ceremony took place at Rothenburg on March 4, 1540, and the news soon leaked out. Melanchthon quailed before the public odium and nearly died of shame but luther wished to brazen the matter out with a lie the secret yea he wrote must for the sake of christ's church remain a public nay by denying the truth of the rumors he would he argued be doing no more than christ did when he said he knew not the day and the hour of his second coming and he also alleged the analogy of the confessional a good confessor must deny in court all knowledge of what he has learnt in confession the moral effect of this revelation upon the Lutheran cause was incalculable Cranmer wrote from England to his uncle-in-law Osiander of the pain which it caused to the friends of the Reformation and the handle it gave to the enemy Ferdinand avowed that he had long been inclined to evangelical doctrines, but that this affair had produced a revulsion of feeling. John Frederick and Ulrich of Württemberg refused to guarantee Philip immunity for his crime, the legal penalty for which was death, and the Landgrave, seriously alarmed, sought to make his peace with the Habsburgs and possibly with Rome. As a last resort, he felt he could obtain a dispensation from the Pope, who would willingly pay the price for a prodigal son. In the autumn of 1540, he began his negotiations with Granville, and on June 18, 1541, concluded his bargain with Charles. He abandoned his relations with England, France, and Cleves, undertook to exclude them all from the Schmalkaldic League, to side with Charles on all political questions, and to recognize Ferdinand as Charles' successor in the empire. In return, he only obtained security against personal attacks. He would not be exempt from the consequences of a general war against Protestants. Philip's son-in-law, Maurice, who succeeded his father Henry as Duke of Albertine Saxony in that year, was included in the arrangement and joachim of brandenburg was induced to promise help against cleves in return for the confirmation of his church establishment as the elector john frederick could not be induced to abandon his brother-in-law of cleves the Schmalkaldic league was split into two parties pledged to take opposite sides in that all-important question and the anger of German historians at this treason of Philip of Hesse is due not merely to its disastrous effect on Protestantism, but to the fact that it materially contributed to the conquest of Gelders by Charles and to its eventual separation from the empire. But for Philip of Hesse's bigamy, Gelders might today be part of Germany and not of Holland. The pressure of other dangers, however, gave Gelders a two years' respite. The emperor hurried from the Diet of Ratisbon to attempt the conquest of Algiers, a nest of pirates which was a perpetual menace to his Spanish and Italian possessions, and the disastrous failure of that expedition encouraged Francis I and Solomon to renew their war on the Habsburgs. Zapolya had died on July 23, 1540. But before his death, he had been unexpectedly blessed with a son, John Sigismund. His widow and her minister, George Martinuzzi, Bishop of Graswardine, thereupon repudiated the Treaty of Graswardine, 1538, by which Ferdinand was to succeed Zapolya and crown the infant John Sigismund. Their only hope lay in Solomon, and the Turk had determined to end the nominal independence, which Hungary enjoyed under Zapolia. In August fifteen forty one, he captured Buda, turned its Church of Saint Mary into a mosque, and Hungary into a Turkish province. The Diet of Speer, January fifteen forty two, offered substantial levies for the war, but they were ill equipped and worse commanded by joachim of brandenburg in september the army sat down before pest on the fifth a breach was made but the storming party failed and afterwards wrote sir thomas seymour who was present the soldiers for lack of wages refused to keep watch and ward or to make assault two days later the siege was raised Joachim and his troops returned in disgrace to Germany, and next year Solomon extended his sway over von Kirchen, and Grahn. Misfortune attended the emperor in the west as well as in the east. Cleves had definitely thrown in its lot with France, and the anti-imperial league was joined by Sweden, Denmark, and Scotland the french alliance with turkey was once more brought into play the pope was hostile to both the habsburg brothers and henry the 8th was still haggling over the price of his friendship francis i declared war in 1542 and although he failed before perpignan a danish cleavish army under martin van rossum defeated the imperialists at settart march 24 1543 luxembourg was overrun and a franco-turkish fleet captured nice the lutheran princes meanwhile were making the best of their opportunities in fifteen forty one the erasmian pflug was elected bishop of Nuremberg, but john frederick feared he would join the Nuremberg league and in spite of luther's warnings against the violence of his action he forced amsdorf into the sea Flug's cause was adopted by some of the nobles of meissen a part of saxony which was mainly albertine but to some extent under ernestine influence the catholic bishop of meissen naturally sided with maurice who had succeeded to his father in fifteen forty one rather than with john frederick in fifteen forty two he demurred to the elector's demand for levies for the turkish war and john frederick without consulting his cousin, marched his troops into Wurzen, the property of a collegiate chapter founded by the bishops of Meissen, and conveniently situated for incorporation into the elector's dominions. This inflamed the Albertine nobility, and Maurice began to arm. The Landgrave and Luther intervened. A compromise was patched up, and Wurzen was partitioned. But a root of bitterness remained between the cousins which bore fruit in later years one aggression was promptly followed by another among the temporal catholic princes none of note were left except the dukes of bavaria and duke henry of brunswick duke henry luther's Boser heinz was described as the greatest papist in all germany and he was left alone in the north to face the Schmalkaldic league he had long been at enmity with philip of hesse and his cruelty towards his wife was almost as great a scandal as the landgrave's bigamy in his zeal for his faith or for his house he pronounced charles's suspension of the verdicts of the Reichskammergericht against brunswick and gosler to be contrary to the laws of the empire and despite the disapprobation of Ferdinand Granville and Albrecht of Mainz, he proceeded to attack the two towns. The Schmalkaldic League at once armed in their defense, but not satisfied with this, the Elector and the Landgrave overran Henry's duchy, Wolfenbuttel alone offering serious resistance, August 1542. The duke's territories were sequestered by the League and evangelized by Bugenhagen. Ferdinand had to content himself with the League's assurance that it would carry the war no farther, and with the pretense that it had been waged in defense of Charles' suspending powers. But the sort of respect the Lutherans were willing to pay the imperial authorities was shown by their attitude towards the Kamigarished they obtained admittance to it early in fifteen forty two and thereupon declined to tolerate the presence of any clerical colleagues but failing to secure a majority on it they declared in december that it had no jurisdiction over them or their allies encouraged perhaps by the result of the brunswick war duke william of cleves now abandoned his erasmian compromise and adopted Lutheranism undefiled. Even more important was the simultaneous conversion of Hermann von Weed, Archbishop and Elector of Cologne, whose territories were surrounded on all sides by the composite duchy of cleves hulick Bishop Hermann had held the see since 1515. He had corresponded with Erasmus, and after 1536, had endeavored to reform the worst practical abuses in his diocese Gropper's treatise written to reconcile justification by faith with catholic doctrine probably indicates the direction in which the archbishop's mind was moving he next began to correspond with Bucer, who with his connivance commenced preaching at bonn in fifteen forty two Booser was followed by Melanchthon, who completed the work of conversion franz von waldeck bishop of munster minden and osnabrück was inclined to follow his metropolitan's lead and another important convert was count otto henry nephew and eventually successor of the elector palatin the emperor's fate trembled in the balance Arrayed against him were France, Turkey, the Pope, Sweden, Denmark, Scotland, Gelders, and Cleves. He could only look for assistance from Henry VIII and the Lutherans. Henry became his ally in hope of reducing Scotland, but into which scale would the German sword be cast? Francis I was holding out all sorts of inducements, and his proposals were backed by Strasbourg and Calvin but the princes were perhaps not bold enough perhaps not bad enough to seize the opportunity of affecting their sovereign's ruin francis was allied to both turk and pope charles was for once maintaining the national cause to motives of patriotism was added the private agreement between charles and the landgrave the habsburgs were lavishing all their wiles on philip and philip in spite of Booser's warnings and in spite of his own real convictions allowed himself to be duped he opposed the admission of denmark sweden and cleves into the schmalkaldic league and duke william was thus left to his fate with genuine insight charles made the reduction of gelders his first object on august twenty two fifteen forty three he arrived before Durin, the principal stronghold in Gelders. On the 24th, it was battered from break of day till 2 p.m., and then his Spanish and Italian troops took it by storm. Ulrich, Roermond, and Orkelen fell in the next few days, and on September 6th, Duke William knelt before Charles at Venloo. Gelders and Zutphen were annexed to the Emperor's hereditary states passed from him to Philip II, and thus were in effect severed from the empire. Duke William repudiated his French bride and his heresy, and later, 1546, was married to Maria, Ferdinand's daughter. The Reformation in neighboring Cologne was checked, and during the winter, Bucer declared that the subjection of Germany was inevitable and imminent such was not the view taken by german princes charles still needed their help to deal with france and the turks and they allowed themselves to be bought their price was heavy but the emperor was willing to pay it knowing that if he succeeded he would get his money back with plenty of interest at the diet of Speer in february fifteen forty four his words were smooth and his promises ample in fact he almost abandoned the catholic position by committing himself to the pledge of a national settlement of the religious question whether the pope liked it or not and confirming the suspension of all processes against the protestants and their possession of the goods of the church in return the lutheran princes contributed some meagre levies for the french and turkish wars their real concession was abstention from taking part with the emperor's enemies while charles and henry the eighth invaded the french king's dominions this time it was john frederick who made private terms with the hopsburgs without his colleague's knowledge in return for an imperial guarantee of the cleves succession to his wife the sister of duke william in case william's line died out the elector of saxony recognized ferdinand as roman king and the compact was to be sealed by the marriage of john frederick's son to one of ferdinand's daughters other members of the hostile coalition were detached by the same skilful play upon particularist interests gustavus of sweden and frederick of denmark had joined it from fear lest charles should enforce the claims of his niece dorothea Daughter of Christian II and Isabella, and her husband, Count Frederick of the Palatinate, to both those kingdoms. These were now abandoned, and Francis I was left without allies except the Pope and the Sultan. The campaign opened in 1544 with a French victory at Sarasol, but the tables were turned in the north aided by lutheran troops charles captured saint dizier while henry the eighth laid siege to boulogne in september the emperor was almost within sight of the walls of paris when suddenly on the eighteenth he signed the preliminaries of the peace of crepi many and ingenious were the reasons alleged before the world and to his ally of england in reality there had been a race between the two as to which should make peace first and leave the other in the grip of the enemy had henry won he might have conquered scotland and there might have been no schmalkaldic war but charles had proved the nimbler it was he and not henry who was left free to deliver his blows in another direction at the cost of liberal terms to his foe he had duped one of the allies who had helped him to victory it remains to recount the fate which befell the other. End of section 26